New York in the fall. The window behind her was lit amber as I could make out the row of trees lining the street. I was in Soho, and sitting before me was a stunning beauty. Her olive skin, her smoky eyes, and those full lips. Her name was Beatrice, and she was an exotic creature. Her mother Malaysian, and her father British. I met Beatrice the winter before when I was in town for Fashion Week. A friend of mine was debuting his menswear line at the Meatpacking District. The show took place inside an abandoned warehouse, and music was blaring from the walls. Two drum sets were set in the middle of the cavernous room, where one large strobe light shone in the middle. I was across the room when I first saw her, and I knew I needed to introduce myself. Several drinks later, we exchanged numbers, but we weren't able to properly hang before I left. A full year had passed, and Beatrice and I remained in contact. She had since left New York to live in Paris. It was most likely that we would not see each other in person, and yet, as fate would have it, Beatrice and I found ourselves sitting across each other in a candlelight dinner in Manhattan. I looked over and admired her beauty. Her dark brown hair was brushed aside. She wore no earrings, hardly any makeup. Yet those eyes pierced across the table, and my heart leapt. I didn't know this woman, but I was determined to making sure I did. She was shy in her demeanor as she regaled stories about her upbringing in Singapore and in Paris. A child of international pedigree and well traveled, she was an object of heightened fascination for me. I finished my old fashioned and ordered another. Beatrice joined me in a drink. At the end of dinner, we had down four. It was pleasant outside, so we decided to go for a walk. The streetlights were lit intermittently, as the autumn trees cast their shadows on us. A warm breeze caressed our skin as we walked in the middle of the street, practically skipping. I looked over to her, and I enjoyed seeing her so carefree. She was the embodiment of joy. We hailed a taxi and decided to head to an after party that Beatrice heard about. Upon entering the club, I recognized the people in the venue. It was a fashion party for a brand of my friends. The music was classic '90s hip hop as Tribe played loudly. Beatrice swayed with me on the dance floor, her voice shouting and laughing aloud. We held our drinks and clung on to each other as we grooved to the music. She grasped onto my hand and she swung her hips. As the night went on, I decided to head back to my hotel since I had an early start the next day. I spent the day attending my friend's menswear runway show. I arrived and hung out backstage and took in the scene. I loved seeing so many familiar faces and witnessed the hyperactivity of the stylists, the models, the press, and my designer friends focused in executing the craft. The music would kick in, and one by one, a line of manicured models would walk staunchly and also effortlessly to the rhythm of the bass. The room was electric. I was leaving the next day, heading back to Los Angeles. That morning, I began to pack my bags, planning to head to JFK early. I then received a text from Beatrice. She asked if I would like to grab some food before I left. Within an hour, we were in Nolita. The streets were blockaded as various business owners were dressing up the street in Italian flags to celebrate Italian Heritage Month. A sense of jovial cheer spread across the street. We walked these streets together, anxiously looking for a restaurant that was open. We finally settled at a family spot and ordered our caprese salads and linguine pasta. We drank our glasses of white wine and shared a quiet conversation. I looked at her and noticed there was an air of melancholy. She seemed to move slowly, her gaze downward and her movement frozen. I wasn't quite sure why we were meeting. Did she like me? I mean, that is why she asked to see me before I left, right? It felt like a scene from a movie: boy meets girl in distant city, boy has to leave, boy and girl decide to meet. Boy and girl both admit their unrequited love to one another. Boy stays in city for an extra week. The end. The time was ticking, and I had to head to the airport. I paid the tab and we downed our wine. 
As I walked back to my hotel to grab my bags, Beatrice walked with me in silence, both of her hands clutching onto her bag. She looked like a little girl, a girl who was looking for something. She raised her arm and hailed a taxi for me. I looked at her and took a photo of her. She smiled nervously. I told her that I would give her a call when I returned to LA. She gave me a big hug and we said farewell. When I got back, I decided I would send her some flowers in a note. I received confirmation that the flowers were indeed delivered, but I didn't hear anything from her. I was busy myself as I had a hectic schedule, my life quickly being swallowed in the everyday affairs. Months would pass and I didn't think much of her. A year came and went when I finally heard from Beatrice. She had since left New York due to her expired visa. She was living in Singapore and traveling across Europe. I asked if she ever received my flowers. She told me she did not, but was flattered that I sent them. Nothing more, nothing less. A guy can take a hint. More years would pass and Beatrice would send me an occasional email saying hello. I didn't respond because there was no need. The window behind her was lit amber as I could make out the row of trees lining the street. I was in Soho and sitting before me was a stunning beauty. Her olive skin, her smoky eyes, and those full lips. Her name was Beatrice and she was nothing more than a vision. Nothing more, nothing less. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words. 